it's probably yes. hotter when the person you're with is saving lives as opposed to like my husband who's just sitting <laughs> eating my food and watching fucking television. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so you know how everybody's talking about, like, shacking up and all these, like, new COVID babies I feel zero in my lady parts during this quarantine. I don't want to have sex. I don't want to touch. I barely, I like, I don't want any of that. Do you? Am I an anomaly? Right. I seriously have no, no desire. No mojo, right? Okay, good. I don't feel like I'm alone then. Like Jason Momoa could bust into my house with his dick hanging out. Like not even hanging. (laughs) His dick could be fucking... Like Whatever. it would be in your vagina and your vagina yeah. would go, and I nope. would be like, get out of here. Yeah. I would be leave. Yeah. Vacate please. this cave. I agree. Okay, good. I'm glad that I'm not the only asexual person during um, this pandemic then. No, I, I, my understanding is that there are, we talked about this on the social, um, I think it was last week or whatever. And most of us were like, yeah, no, um, no fucking. Thank you. Okay, good. But okay, then good. we heard from. But then we heard from like viewers and one, one woman was like, well, either her, her partner is a first responder or whatever, and has to be away all the time. So she's like, oh no, I can't wait for this to be over. So I can fuck his brains out. Cause is it like when people are going to playoffs and they can't have sex when they're like trying to win? I don't know. Is that the idea? I'm not sure, but there was this one person who wrote in and was like, oh, no, 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 I'm raring to go. So I guess it's different for everybody. Okay. But it's probably hotter when the person you're with is saving lives as opposed to like my husband who's just sitting, (laughs) eating my food and watching fucking television. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So listen, let me, let me try to arouse you in another way. Let's talk about BTS. Oh. Oh, okay. Because today you sold me out on your, um website uh about me and our our love intersecting with justin bieber and bts which sure whatever but in your post you talked about a chant i didn't even oh. know there was a fucking chant like a it's there's a fan chant it's it yeah okay yeah so give me your a, best fan chant a bts fan chant i yes can't, i can't do it i'm so slow because i have like i don't have it memorized but um go and okay so the, <laughs> the bts <laughs> BTS fan chant goes like this. Okay, but I'm so slow at it. Okay, right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna close my eyes and try yep. to remember. Okay. Kim Nam Jun, Kim Suk Jin, Min Yoon Gi, uh, Jung Ho Suk. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Let me say. It. <laughs> Start again. Start again. Okay. Kim Nam Jun, Kim Suk Jin, Min Yoon Gi, Jung Ho Suk, uh, Park Ji Min, Kim Tae Young. Uh, John Jungkook, uh, BTS. Oh, I had no flair whatsoever, there, but I think I you hit no it. No flow, no flow. 
No, but what happens is they do it when they're performing at certain parts of the song and they go on beat and they don't have to like, look, look, look see how shit I was? And it's not like I'm, a, I'm not a good public speaker. I mean, I feel That's like what you I do can... for a job. Yes, exactly. But for some reason, I can't get it. What a disappointment you are to your army. Just, well, no. What I'm saying is Justin Bieber has it down. Did you watch that video? He I had, did. He was doing the fan chant. Yeah, but I mean, he got to like just lip sync. You had more pressure to you. But yes, I did not know the whole backstory of his appreciation for BTS. But clearly, he's a smart motherfucker and wants to just grab his fans. Oh. Grab their fans, I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's thirsty yeah. for yeah. BTS. I mean, it's... Uh, at this point, what I wrote was, I think that JB might need them more than they need him. Like, fuck yeah. You're just getting swarms, millions and millions of fans over to your side. It makes sense. Totally. Well, That's I mean, why. I don't disagree with his move. I'm just saying that I think that in the Western world, we tend to think of like Justin Bieber as this one thing. And then like BTS is this like hot up and coming band. And I'm, I'm saying, hmm. I think the numbers are bigger on the BTS side. Uh, yes, I would agree. Even not being a BTS fan. Sorry, I have to fuck with my hair. I look like I'm balding. <laughs> Listen, what? I... It's just a bad angle. I, it's a really bad angle, but it's actually even infuriating me. I'm going to take off this headband. Cause Sorry. I, I find that um, I really like the look of my hair in headphones. You like, like the look of your hair? Like in over-the-head headphones. I, yeah. You do like it or you don't like it? I do like it. Yeah, because it looks like you're wearing like little cute pigtails. But for some reason, whatever was happening with me was not good. P.S. I, Corey looked at me the other day and was like, I think you're 60% gray. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, great. So I'm going to get him to dye my, I'm not 60% gray. I think I'm for sure 30, as I've said. But um, Where? I, I don't see it. I've never like, seen it when I look at you. It's my temples. Anyway, he's going to dye my hair tomorrow, which is going to be like for sure a big old fight. Anyway. Yes, let, cut my hair the other day. Like, But he's much, good at it. This much. Can you tell? Yeah, I can actually tell. Yeah. It looks really short. It does. <laughs> it really, your fucking hair is like still down to like at least below tit level. No. Nope. It looks great though, but I can tell that he did cut it's it. It's right at the nipple and it's never right at the nipple. It's usually like at least, you know, four Waste. or five inches beyond. But yeah. anyway, looks I good. figured I figured it's not gonna be styled for a long time. So many, many months. It'll grow <laughs> fast and healthy. Out you know, I'm coming back from quarantine. My goal is to come back from quarantine with hair down to, like, my knees. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that's achievable at this point. We're probably not coming back for, like, what seems like 18 months. So I think that that is a possibility that's, for you. Okay. Take that back. I will. Okay. I was being a little bit OTT. Fine. Six months. Okay. Are we ready to start with some drama? Yeah. Bring it. We have, uh, before we begin, we have a drama update. So remember on our last episode... We answered um, a letter from uh, a woman who said that her daughter, who was 22, was super in love and couldn't be away from her boyfriend and, um, you know, couldn't physically distance from him. And then they wanted to go back to university or something like that. Yes. I suggested that they move in together or at least that the boyfriend move in. Which I did not agree with. Okay. We have an update from that situation. Ready? Um, 
Thank you for allowing my husband to walk around like a proud gorilla thumping his chest as he listened to Sasha share her opinion on our Romeo and Juliet. He now thinks he should be running the world, so thanks for that. Thought I would update you on what happened. Juliet left yesterday morning for her school rental house for two weeks with Romeo. She has convinced herself that if they grocery shop on the way there and not leave the house for 14 days, then it's really no different than others and how they are to self-isolate when returning from a trip. How someone who is so scholastically bright can be so fucking daft is mind-boggling. <laughs> That's mother about a daughter. Lainey, your idea to have Romeo move in wasn't a bad one, as yes, we are quite liberal about boyfriends and girlfriends staying over. We've had to be, seeing as all three went away for school and met their significant who live outside of the province, and as long as I can't hear them fornicating, I'm fine. We might have suggested that option if they hadn't left that morning. So that's what happened. The young lovers, Romeo and Juliet, left the home where they were isolating, left each respective home, and went off to university to fuck their brains out for two yep. weeks. Um, they'll get it out of their system. Hopefully they won't get COVID-19 in their system. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say that what when I was reading that update, I was a little bit annoyed because as we know, Romeo was not, well, was trying to self-isolate, but was living in a family that was not abiding by that rule. Mm -hmm. People were coming and going. So I don't love that they stopped off at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, if he stayed in the car, fine. Um, I would like to know that update in terms of everyone's safety along the way, but whatevs. That's an update. We've never given an update in the 10,000 years we've been doing this podcast. I think this is the first update we've given. Yep. So keep them coming, people, so that we can also share them with you. Okay. So first letter of the week. Hi, I'm hoping you can help with some friend drama. We live in upstate New York, and about a week before our lives went on hold, as we knew this was likely headed our way, some of us went out for drinks, and of course, the topic came up. We were all a few beverages in. One of my best friends started talking about how coronavirus was created in a lab and released as a conspiracy to give the government more control over our lives. I was like, that's insane. And she was like, it was in a Dean Koontz novel. And I said, how does that relate to some socialist conspiracy? She said something about Facebook, blah, blah, blah. We were all laughing and sort of joking. And I might have said, you're all fucking nuts. Ha ha. Woke up the next morning feeling bad about it, so I sent her a text apologizing for being an ass and expressing that I would like to be more open-minded about things that I don't know much about. I obviously think the whole conspiracy theory thing is batshit crazy, but I felt bad for being rude and wanted to smooth things over. She said she didn't think anything of it and should probably stop getting her news from Facebook. We both ha-ha'd a bit. Things are still super awkward. The two times I've seen her since, within our larger group of friends, she's made it a point to bring up all the people who think COVID-19 is a socialist conspiracy to give the government more power over people's lives. She makes it a point to look at me or glance at me as she says it. I've kept my mouth shut or just nodded along and said that's interesting just to kind of keep the peace. However, it's hard because this is all still going on and we can't see each other that often. I feel like this is driving a permanent wedge into our relationship. The problem is made worse by the fact that we're in a big group of friends where all the kids are friends and the husband and the wives and I don't want to be the cause of drama. By way of background, she's one of those people in the group that always has to be the center of attention and sort of expects you to kiss the ring if you know what I mean. I usually have no problem with that because I understand how group dynamics work, but in this situation, I don't understand why her crazy opinion that she seems comfortable shoving down everyone's throat should be more acceptable than my saying that I think that's nuts. 
I do regret saying that her theory was fucking nuts. It is. And wish I had handled myself better in the moment, but I can't take it back and I can't apologize again without making this more awkward. Should I just let it go and hope this smooths over eventually? Am I reading too much into this? It feels awkward and it's making me feel sad. Also, can everyone please just keep their wacky conspiracy theories to themselves? Sigh. Thanks for reading this. Okay. I imagine you, I already know what you're going to say. Well, A, I'm alarmed that they're still seeing each other. Is that what you think I'm going to say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, first off, why are they having group hangs uh, infrequently or frequently? I don't like that. But let's pretend that she's telling us this and that they're physically distancing, socializing six to ten feet apart. Let's just pretend that so that I can move on from this. Right? Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because I think there are there's so much information out there right now. And with that comes so much misinformation. And people are spreading these ideas, these theories everywhere. I mean, I don't want I don't think my aunt listens to this podcast. But she sent me this random text and was like, Hey, so listen, this is how you kill the virus, you run a hairdryer on your up your nose, and it'll kill the virus. And I had to, oh, I really hope she doesn't listen to this or she'll be so mad. And I was like, say what? What the fuck are you talking about? In my head, I was like, this can't be something that you think is real. Like she's an intelligent, like woman who is worldly, like knows what's up. And I had to just write her. That's not true. I hope you're not doing that. And then I sent her a couple of links that proved that that theory is bat shit fucking wrong and I even my stepdad sent me stuff about it being a Chinese conspiracy to take over um uh, like all the money and like fuck up all the stocks and stuff and I was like this is my stepfather and I was like hey I'm Chinese so like these Chinese conspiracy theorists theories are not going to fly with me anyway my point being I even get them on a regular basis Lainey do you have you been fielding those as well no, I haven't been fielding much. Like, I mean, from friends and family, no. Of course, my inbox sometimes can be a dump, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I, you know, like I, I, I don't get that from people who are in my circle. Right. Okay. Well, sadly, I do. And I think for me, the only way to deal with it is to rebut with some science-based literature. Right. Um, that is the only way that I've found that can stop that sort of communication. But I understand that people want to help. People want to share. I mean, Roseanne Barr was just saying that people like she thinks this virus was here to kill baby boomers. Michael Che, the guy from SNL, thinks it's the 5G theory, which I have no idea what that is. But oh there is that so many people, so many celebrities are up on this 5G theory. I think like um, it's the people that also drink celery. That's and think that it's going to cure their fucking life, too. Oh, God. Like, I think it's the same peeps. I yeah, I um. Well, OK, so. What should she do? She says that she regrets um, saying immediately that that was fucking crazy. Yeah, those are only inside thoughts. You can't say those things to your friends. You can't tell your friend that they're fucking stupid is basically what she's saying. So, and now she's like, do I need to worry about a wedge being like between us? What do you think about that? Well, this is why, I mean, we've never been faced with something like this. So I think that this is, these are the times where you're seeing 
what people believe, where they stand, their political and social beliefs. Um, so I do think to a certain extent, some true colors are shown. But I do think that you have to, um, especially when it's a friend and um, we're going through stressful times, is to not um, heighten the stress by calling people names or rolling your eyes or blatantly disregarding what they're saying. So I think that there's a way to come back at her to have a nice communication whereby you can share how you feel. If you don't even want to fucking go there, the other option that I think works is saying to your friend, hey, like I'm really stressed out by this situation. I'm really trying to keep my information web to like a minimum. So I totally get that you want to research and that you're sharing this information. But for my own mental health, I just don't want, I'm like trying to stay away from the internet, right? That like cuts it really nice and clean and is ta you're talking more about how the information affects you and doesn't is not necessarily how the information affects you coming from her. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm having a hard time with this notion that you shouldn't call crazy crazy. Like an okay. idea that's like, you know, that you shouldn't call out a, a terrible thing that said an like and a a wildly and outrageously inaccurate thing that said that you have to like worry about etiquette around that situation mm. that okay. you have to apply that you have to apply social lubricant to something that is so dangerous um and i guess the equivalent would be um if 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 you're in a room with people and someone utters a racial slur do you correct them gently and or do you not be like um, what you just said is so fucked up and so offensive and hurtful. It needs to stop. Like, I, In that situation, yes. But do you think those two are the same? I think they are the same. And I think that in these times, it's definitely the same in its capacity to harm and be dangerous. Misinformation right now mm. is costing people's lives. Yep. I agree. So we are in the midst of a global pandemic where people aren't trusting science. They're not trusting research. And because they're not trusting science and research and because they're not trusting the arms of communication that typically deliver this information to people, they're not protecting themselves. They're not taking it seriously. They're not, um, they're not uh, respecting the health and safety of other people. And that's leading literally to thousands of people dying. Like this person is writing to us from upstate New York, but New York is the American epicenter. epicenter. Yeah. Right. So New York state is the American epicenter of COVID-19. And unfortunately, because of probably poor leadership, a combination of poor leadership and, you know, poor information dissemination, or at least like the right arms of communication, getting that information out, people were slow to react and look what's happening. Like people are dying unnecessarily. They could have been saved. Supplies could have been gathered more quickly. All of those things that you already hear on the news. So back to my point, when people are out there disseminating theories that can and have had terrible consequences um, on our ability collectively as a society to deal with tragedy and crisis, then yes, I consider it very dangerous and, and damaging. And I'm now wondering 
whether or not we need to worry about fucking social lubricant when something like that comes out. Because, you know, you magnify this woman's views by let's say a hundred or a thousand and imagine all the people who believe that and then imagine like tentacles, that information or misinformation being spread out, then think about how many lives that's costing. Anyway, so I guess my question to people out there is like, when you hear something so outrageous and so really, really dangerous, don't you shut it down in the most direct way possible, even if it means that is fucking stupid? <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I agree with you um, 100%, but I want to take it back to our writer who was talking about her friend and the actual conspiracy theories. I don't know, and I don't know this for sure, but it didn't sound like her friend was like, hey guys, this isn't true. Go out and fucking lick everything you see. Like, I think she has ideas of where it's coming from, this virus, why it was planted, uh, if there's a like a tech aspect to it. But I don't necessarily know if this friend isn't taking it seriously. I think she's taking it seriously, but in a fucking wacky way. That is that is what I'm understanding from this letter is like her friend isn't like, don't get the vaccine, just fucking rub rubbing alcohol or like what my aunt sent me, like just blow fucking a hairdryer up your nose. Like that shit is that shit ends lives. I don't but- know. I don't know, because I, I my understanding of the people who are like are believing this particular conspiracy theory. Which one? The 5G? I no, just put that out. Oh. The government created The government. One, yes. Yeah. Um is that they're doing it whatever to control society meaning that like my understanding of the people who believe it is that the government put it out there and they can control it. The government has a vaccine. They're going to do the damage yes. that they need to do, get what they need to get done, curb your freedoms. Like a lot of this is, you know, that whole like um you will Don't not take, take my, my civil freedom. liberties. That's yeah. right. And so, um, you know, they're doing this to curb your freedom. And then once they are like have succeeded in curbing your freedom or whatever, they will move to like fix all of this. So in that respect, Mm, if you're a believer of this conspiracy theory, then you think that like, you know, this, this will all be okay in quotes very soon because somebody somewhere has an answer. Right now, nobody has an answer. Science doesn't have an answer. They're working really hard mm-hmm. to find it. But um, that's what I mean about like this potentially being so dangerous. Anyway, so um, you have two options there, right? Like what Sasha said of how to address this. Or you can rethink and we can all rethink how we how we respond to people who have views that are so potentially damaging and dangerous to people. But the thing is, if I, let's say I am a believer of this conspiracy theory, if you came at me and said, fuck, Sasha, that is so fucking dumb. You are such like a dim-witted fucking idiot. That's not going to help me. That isn't going to make me be like, oh, thanks for that advice. I'm going to rethink my stupid thoughts, right? So yes, in your head, I think you can be like, holy fuck, you're a dumb piece of shit. But how are you going to help me, Lainey, your friend who's dumb, to be, to see the light and to understand where you're coming from? It's my not con- going to help. Yeah. My concern isn't you, to be honest, in the moment. My concern is that like you're saying this and you have a microphone. This person, remember, she's like the kiss the ring girl, right? So she's right. basically the godfather of the group. 
So right. she has control over the thoughts of other people. That's what I mean. Like at this point, I'm treating it as a dictatorship and I'm like, maybe I need to overthrow the, overthrow the dictator. And overthrow with actual facts and intelligence. I don't think overthrowing with words and those words being you're an idiot are going to help. I think you can shut someone down with knowledge. So that's why I'm like, if our writer has strong beliefs of her own and has the actual science to back it up, then you there's plenty of that stuff out there. There is information out there to prove all of those conspiracy theories wrong. So fucking either join the conversation and back that shit up or back the fuck down and just tell her you don't want to fucking hear this shit. Yeah. Well, uh, there you go. Let us know what you think of the conspiracy theorists in your life and what you like, what you think about how we should be approaching people who have like messed up views like this, who could yeah. literally thought contaminate other people. Mm. Um, let us know. Um, and we're moving on to the next letter. Okay. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. This is a weird one that I could really use some advice on. We like weird. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Four weeks ago, my ex and I broke up. The next day, I had a miscarriage. I'm so sorry. I didn't think weird was going to be where we no. went with that. Oh. Okay, I'm so sorry. Because um, now you know I'm reading this live and I don't have any advance notice on any of these. I didn't realize what was happening at the time because I didn't know I was pregnant. And it wasn't until two weeks of unusual bleeding later that I put the pieces together. I would have only been about five or six weeks along. It was completely unplanned and accidental. My ex and I are currently no contact, which was agreed upon before I knew. We have a lot of unhealthy but not abusive baggage, but the breakup was mutual and amicable, and I genuinely felt at the time that after a while we could become friends. We have about 200 mutual friends, so even if friendship doesn't happen later, he will at the very least be on the fringes of my life for a long time. I wonder if that's hyperbole, like 200 mm. mutual friends. Wow. Popular. I have two <laughs> friends. Uh-huh. I know. I'm stuck on whether I should tell him what happened or not. I felt I was dealing relatively well with the breakup, but this really threw me for a loop. I've spoken to a couple of close friends, but the advice they've given is pretty much stay no contact and decide what to do later. I don't know whether he has a right to this information or even just an explanation as to why my tune has changed from maybe becoming friends to stay the hell away from me. In general, I'm quite open about my emotional state, so the thought of interacting with him at a later stage without telling him feels dishonest to me. I don't want any emotional support from him, but part of me wants to tell him to get it over with and off my chest and then immediately go back to no contact. Further context, at the moment, he's on an island doing field research with an old university friend and he won't be back for another two weeks. I suspect, based on his past behavior, that he's hooking up with this friend while he's over there which hurts my ego, but I acknowledge that he's not doing anything wrong and he's free to do whatever he wants. But it's difficult enough grieving an unexpected miscarriage alone without that pain as well. I just don't know what's the appropriate thing to do here. Any advice? 
Okay. Mm. Well, I yeah, Tricky and our writer sounds super sound. Like she has kind of hit this from every angle and sees it from every angle, which I appreciate. Um, look, I'm just going by her gut. And her gut is telling her that she wants to get this off her chest, right? It feels like a weight for her um, and a heavy emotional one. And, you know, they're, they're not, they're not on bad terms. Um, And just because this was a person that is no longer in your life, it doesn't mean that the connection and especially a connection like that does not exist and should not be talked about. Um, And I think if she feels like that would help her and listen, he, again, I'm just going by the fact that she said he's not a bad guy, that he probably would be able to maybe offer her a little bit of support right now. And, and I think you can, if, if you can get that from him, the person that is the closest to this situation, then I think that, yes, I think you should tell him. And it doesn't matter if he's fucking some other chick on an island. It doesn't take away from the fact that there was that connection and that, something traumatic happened and why not lean on someone who um, you relied on for so many years? My takeaway is the same as yours, um, Sash, in that I think that she is connecting the miscarriage to the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so in order for her to have closure from the relationship, she needs to let him know about what happened, what was, what happened essentially what she considers in her mind during the relationship still. Right. So it's about closure. So um, if, if you truly need that for closure to close the door on this relationship, telling him and then being like, okay, I've told you, um, just wanted to let you know, and then you can move on, then for sure, tell him. Um, but I think that sit with that. Sit with yeah. naming it, like calling it closure naming it, imagining it, and um, and really walking through the scenario of, of what closure is for you and fitting that into your picture of closure and sit with that before you do it. And if that feels like where you need to be, then 100% go for it. Now, that said, the how and when is also a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Timing. Yeah. So she said that she wants to tell him, have closure and peace out by forever. Even though she does say that she does feel like they could be friends because they share hundreds of friends together, that he will still be in her periphery. Eventually. Eventually. Yes. Right. But I think that if that is true, and again, like I want I want you to sit with this, name it, call it closure, and think about how I mean, there's nothing perfect in the world, but how you want that closure to look for you, um, then, you know, I don't know that the timing has to be when he's there, when he gets back, but you really do need to like hold yourself to the fact that this closure means ending and a door closing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree. Good luck with that and stick with that. But yeah, um, I think that you sit with what, what we think that you're trying to tell us. And if that's what feels good, then go for it. Yeah. Keep us posted. Thank you for that message. Okay. And finally, 
Hi, Sasha and Lainey. So my best friend R and I met during our freshman year in college. I knew he had a crush on me, but he never acted on it. So we've both been in and out of relationships with other people over the nine years we've known each other. During our freshman year in college, his then-girlfriend, who was his high school sweetheart and first love, cheated on him with his roommate. Let's call him A for major asshole. R and A still had to live together for a whole semester and afterwards, which created a lot of resentment and hatred between them. That same year, during one very stupid, very drunken night, I slept with A, partly because I was mad at R for some very childish and petty reason. R and I were kind of friends at that point, but nowhere near best friend status when that all happened. Fast forward to now. R invited me over to his place a couple of days ago. He cooked me dinner and planned a super romantic date night, during which he finally told me he's had feelings for me pretty much the whole time we've known each other and would like us to be together. R is a serious relationship type of guy. He's never dated anyone just for fun. So I asked him to give me some time to think about it. I want to say yes, I really do. R is ridiculously handsome, super funny, smart, and driven, and he's my best friend, which is both a pro and con. Pro, I trust him with my life. I love him. He loves me. He always puts me first. I want the best for him. I love to be the best for him. Con, I have major commitment issues, so I'm scared to fuck it all up. And also, I've never told him I slept with A, who he still kind of hates to this day. So what do you think I should do? Your insight would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, E. E, why aren't you, why aren't, no, wait. Why the fuck also is E not fucking socially distancing? Why are all these people having dates when we're not supposed to do that? Fuck, okay. Pardon me, keep on going. The drama's good, but I just needed to put that out there. Okay, so she uh, went over, she broke physical distancing and <laughs> went over to R's place. And R had a romantic dinner. Mm-hmm. R professed his undying love, and she wants to accept and receive his undying love. Yes. But there's this small problem of the secret she's been keeping for a long time, which is that she fucked the asshole who fucked him over back in the day, and he hates right. that guy. And right. that guy is an asshole. Okay, well, hmm. Well, what I, would, what I wish that she had said in the pros is that she wanted to fuck him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was like, he's very attractive. He's very smart. He loves me. He has my back. But I felt like the one thing that you should probably, like she, in her whole entire letter, there was no mention of like actual attraction. Just putting that out there. Yeah. I feel like one would put that out there if they were trying to get the message across that they wanted to bang their fucking best friend. After nine years, like if you've been holding that shit in. I feel like that would be top of the pro. Yeah. Um, So I'm just putting that out there as maybe, what was her name? E? E should really let us know or let herself know if she's actually attracted to this guy. Because that's the deal breaker. If she's not, then they can't continue like they can't have a relationship if she doesn't want to fuck her best friend i've never wanted to fuck my best friend so i'm just putting that out there yeah i i've never had a friend because i keep my friends in friend zone so i just want to see if she's the same way does she keep her friend like is this guy still always ever going to be your, friend I find zone? your best friend very attractive adam yeah i would and i and i understand it i understand i'm always like he's so good looking he's so nice yeah the, I've never wanted to touch him in any possible way. But he's not my best friend, so I find him really attractive. There you go. By all means. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've had it. I mean, I don't want to fuck him because, you know, whatever. 
but but you could see why other women would want yeah, to. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's yeah, yeah, and single. Yes. Yes, I'm going to let him hook up with people in a few months. You can send your resumes to me. Go I on. already sent you a resume for. Somebody. I know that. I, yeah, that resume will, is is locked and loaded. Is it at the top of the pile? It is at the top of the pile. Great. Okay. Okay. Anyway, back to yeah. <laughs> oh, back to best friends. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. To me, this felt very. Um, there was like an element of sexy danger missing. Hmm. So. Even before we have to deal with whether or not you disclose that um, little secret of yours, uh, we, yeah, both of us are curious about whether or not you want to bang. Yes. Because I, like, here's why. I think we've, we've, I think that we, if I'm zeroing in on it. So she talks about this romantic dinner and she says how great it is and how he essentially proposed, like, dating to her. Yes. They should have <laughs> fucked that night. Like, totally. Right? Because he's down. He clearly is so into her. And um, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'm reading the book and I'm like, wait a minute. Ooh, where's the where, kiss? Where, where's the touch? Where's the heat, man? Yeah. Um, and so if, if, you, if she was able to be like, okay, can I get back to you? Instead of, here's my pussy, put your face in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for nine years for this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, th- that is, but instead she was like, let me get back to you. Yeah. I- Which, but maybe, but she has said that the reason she is a little bit nervous about that is because she doesn't want to blow up a potential relationship or the, or the friendship. Right. Yeah, but so dude, we've had conversations lately where people are willing to risk getting COVID-19 for love and attraction. a little deep dick in. And yeah. This is the opposite of that. This is like, maybe this is who ideally you want everyone to be Sasha. So rational dude. that you, yes. you put like, you close the flaps and you're like, let <laughs> me think this through. Which, so that's why I'm trying to say, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe she really wants to go in on this in a proper way, which is like, don't fuck the friendship up because of horniness. But again, my red flag though, is that she never mentioned any like sprinkling of attraction in the, in her email to us. Yeah. I think we definitely need to push through with a part two here. So can you get back to her over email and be like, Hey, we addressed your question, but we have questions. Can you please listen and then get back to us? Because I'm not, okay. I can't, I can't deal no, no. with the asshole okay. part. I can't deal with the asshole disclosing No, no, her. we can. So wait, listen. I can't. Let's say E is down to fuck her best friend, okay? And she wants to move forward with the relationship. Let's go to part B. Does she tell her best friend slash potential boyfriend that she fucked his arch nemesis at one point? I say yeah. Okay. Why but, not come clean but for the, everything? But the question is, do you say, do you tell after you fuck or before you fuck? During. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell before. You have really? to tell before. Really? See? This oh, is, well, this that's is, actually tricky. Wait, 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 wait. Let me think see, about that. This is why I need to know before I can actually give a proper answer. Like, I need more information. Why can't you give the, why can't you give advice on that? I would like to see how she answers our description of whether or not she's like corn dogging it for this guy. Like I need to hear she's very descriptive. She laid out the situation very well for us. So I need to hear from her like I need to get her vibe about how horny she is about for, over this guy or not horny. 
Okay, fine. We can part two. Listen, we have all the time in the world to part two, part three, part four. <laughs> yes. Listen, okay, so E for us. out there is like watching and reading serialized content. Why can't we serialize our okay, content? Okay, yes. Fine. Amen. So E, I'm going to write you an email. But if you hear this before you see the email, write us back. Let us know if you want to raw dog this guy because that will help us in regards to our advice that we can give you. It'll help me. Yeah, it'll get Lainey in the mood. Because listen, <laughs> both of us are dried up fucking raisins here. We need anything possible to get us aroused. Hey, but my skin looks good. Oh, why? I'm a dried up raisin. People will actually... Oh, right, right. Sorry. Our vagi- up- Sorry. Our vaginas are dried up raisins. Not our faces. <laughs> no. They're just yeah. all greasy. But okay. that's good. Yes, yes. We're going to age in our homes forever and ever. Thank you. Age. I'm planning to go backwards at home. Um, anyway, <laughs> without the, what do you call them out there? The, um, uh, anti, what? no, no, the, what is the thing that you, that skincare tries to combat? What the fuck are you talking about? Like wrinkles? Is that no, what you're trying to say? Antioxidants battle another chemically word. I don't know what you're trying to say. It's antioxidants. Anti-aging? No, antioxidants fight like another thing. What the fuck is it called? It's called... Can you um, activate your brain? I need you to Google something because I, I, I can't okay, wait, piece um, together what you're trying to say. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, damaging... Hang on. Oh, oh, wait. Damaging I do know what you're saying. Wait, no, no, don't. Let me, let me guess. Hey, no, hey, stop, what, stop, what, what, stop. What, 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 what? Huh? Oh my God, I do know what you're trying to say. It's like, it's like something to do with like environment. Yes, yes, yes. yes stop, yes. stop, stop. Let me get, let my brain what work. Because are you reading it right now? No, I'm not. I can't find it. But it's it. something to do with environment, yes, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, anti-aging, <laughs> anti, uh, oh my God, what is it? It's going to be so simple. Everyone listening, this is Lainey typing on her computer. Uh, what is it? What I don't is know. it? No, I'm fucking looking oh. for it. I thought you would know this. I should. It's something to do with pollution or yes, like, um, yes, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh. Um. Look, uh, just look up anti-face pollution. <laughs> Google anti-face pollution right now. It's what the fuck? It's um. <laughs> It's just a word. You know when a word... Like, I, my back is sweating right now, not, but I can't think of it. It's not pesticides, but it's no. something to do, right? It's some, like, it's like... um Pollutants. I'm going to look up. Skin. Free radicals. Free radicals. <gasps> wow. Oh. oh, that was like popping a zit, just what you just did. Free oh. radicals. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sweating. I mean, too. That was... Look, oh. I have upper lip sweat right now. Me too. Okay. Fuck. Okay. So what was, where did we, why did we land on I'm just saying like free radicals? staying home all the time is helping us avoid free radicals. Oh, yes we? it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, sorry, sorry about that. that. But uh, <laughs> that is uh, what our podcast is. It's we tried to help ourselves. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LadyGossip.com. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 